You're nobody till somebody loves you. I have eight dogs uh, right now. They're all named after desserts. So I have cannoli, biscotti, tartufo, zeppoli, spumoni, pignoli, napoleon. And then uh, I just picked up panna and cotta. Panna cotta together. I rescued them together. But gold won't bring you happiness. Hi, this is Joe Gatto from Practical Jokers, and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. The world still is the same. You never change it. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio and excited to have on the line with us the star of the monster hit show Impractical Jokers on True TV, Misery Index on TBS, the new Impractical Jokers show Dinner Party, and uh, now best-selling author of The Dog Father, my love of dogs, desserts, and growing up Italian, the one and only Joe Gatto. Welcome back to WGN. Hey, thanks for having me. Wow, that's, that's a heck of an introduction you give me. You make it sound like I'm making something to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as time goes on, other than just making people laugh in record numbers, you have been paying it forward in, uh, in in a big way. And as we get towards National Dog Week, and you know, as man's best friends, a lot of people have connection with dogs. Not everybody is going the extra mile and writing books and inspiring people. But for the listeners, if you could kind of share, you know, your connection with dogs. Did you grow up with them? Did you learn to love them? Obviously, supporting them now. Yeah, I, uh, I had a dog growing up. I had one dog my whole life, uh, midnight. We got her when I was one years old, and she uh, passed when I was 17. So I had her 16 years. So that was my one puppy. And then uh, when I was dating my wife, we had decided to get a dog together, and we bought our first dog, uh, Cannoli. <laughs> I, have, I have eight dogs uh, right now. They're nice. all named after desserts. So, uh, I have uh, Cannoli, Biscotti, Tartufo. Zeppoli, Spumoni, Pignoli, Napoleon, and then I uh, just picked up Panna and Cotta. Panna Cotta together. I rescued them together. <laughs> so so uh, they're a pair of senior ladies. But we had bought cannoli and realized quickly, you know, all the problems with puppy mills and all the dogs out there in shelters that need love. And we turned into an, uh, an adopting home where we uh, got our rescue on. And it's been a, a very rewarding experience for sure. Yeah. When it comes to the, the names you've got out there are so funny. You mentioned Spumoni, Cannoli, Biscotti. There's a few names out there that i haven't necessarily heard of so you know like uh, tiramisu maybe you're not a big fan of that and of course zeppoli i read somewhere that's one of my favorite ones just like the you know whether it's like the tropical storms or the hurricanes do you have some great names kind of teed up you know for the future that you're ready to go <laughs> i do have yeah i got some in the offer you know i can't wait for new york cheesecake <laughs> 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 so obviously the connection is there and doing it and and people have loved what you guys have been doing whether it's the movies or whether it's the tours and the cruises and all that kind of stuff but for the book you know that's super personal it's not necessarily like an altogether you know jokers initiative what was the thought behind that was it just to extend maybe the messaging or maybe to highlight some great dogs you've had for, to write a yeah, book it what was it? like a version of a memoir for me just like when i started being like um my first started writing it, I was originally was like, oh, maybe I'll make like a little dessert book. Because we were locked down, you know, we had to shut down production uh, for Joker, so I'm at home. And I was like, oh, this might be a good time to, to do a fun project. And I always was into photography. I love my dogs. I love desserts. <laughs> um, I always liked writing. And I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and do this. So I did it all myself, soup to nuts. I actually took all the pictures here in my home, wrote it all. I designed the book. I told myself a program to design it, and I uh, self-published on Amazon. And uh, it was just a really fun project that and when I finished, I was like, oh, this came way better than I thought it was going to, and I'm super proud of it. So, yeah, it's like, like you said, it's a personal 
book, just you oh. know, something that separates me, you know, just about me. Joe, that's, I mean, that's so different from a lot of things out there and for the listeners to be able to do that independently. And there's some people that are doing some of that, but usually like the Impractical Jokers lunch boxes or maybe some action figures that are in the works. That's usually stuff people come to you with for you to do it yourself, I think is so cool. You've always been an advocate of adopt, don't shop. Every time we've talked, you've brought it up and over the course of time during the pandemic, adoptions have gone through the roof. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? As, as maybe people who, you know, they're new dog parents, maybe they, they, because of you and your platform, you could become the canine consigliere, if you will, right? And extend some advice to them. What have you uh, been teaching people? I would say, uh, you know, it's, it's good that during this time when people were stuck at home, people really took the opportunity to do some good because the number one thing you hear is people like, oh, I don't have the time for a dog to train or whatever, get them used to the home. And people really, you know, when they were home, actually were able to open their home to people, uh, to dogs, and, you know, get them to be part of their family. So I think that's a really great thing and is a really nice shining beacon of humanity that during this time that's been crazy, people found a way to do some good and really, really help the shelters out because they were really suffering as well, you know, during this whole thing. So, and I would just say, you know, it's not easy to, you know, welcome a dog into your house. It takes work, but it's totally rewarding if you stick and, stick and see it through. And, sure. and one of the things that you've done too, which I think has been a good example of not always getting, you know, the the puppy, right? You've adopted some dogs that maybe have had either some health problems a little on in years. Talk about, and maybe for the listeners, how rewarding it is, like the special kind of stuff that you get out of the older dogs. Yeah, I mean, out of over time, I guess it's a numbers game, but I've adopted everywhere from, uh, you know, a four month old to a 14 year old. <laughs> so I've gotten, wow. I've gotten them throughout. You know, we've done the, the senior dog thing, which is always nice. We've always had a rotating spot for the senior where we always had like five back in the day when I only had five dogs. Uh, the fifth dog was our rotating spot. So our first one was Mishkeen. Uh, then when he passed, we picked up Zeppeli. And then after he passed, we picked up Pignoli. But we just found these two beautiful little ladies, uh, Panna and Kata. We call them Panna and Kata. And they yep. are uh, beautiful. Just they, They're attached at the hip. They're up there in age and nobody's going to be able to take both and, and handle them, but they are such a sweet, they were living on the street for like three months together, they're all matted, they had to lose their eye, and they're blind and deaf, but you just, they're just a little love, comfy bed, and you just, makes your heart warm, you know, so to be able to do that as well is a lot of fun. One of the things that you're accomplishing, I think, through the book, is being able to share the stories of, of kind of your non-traditional dog experience and doing it in a support way on the non-traditional side too is just this whole book tour normally you know you'd be out at barnes and noble and you'd be doing all sorts of different appearances here and there and and that thing's great but talk about kind of being resourceful during the pandemic not only creating some of the entertainment that you guys are doing that you're all doing but also just to kind of support the book in a way that i think would be great but being able to you know having to sort of do that on your own too yeah yeah, that's for sure been a different route. I mean, it was kind of interesting because all the press, as you know, is done like all the TV is on, you know, over Zoom <laughs> and all the radio and stuff. You know, people are basically most radio TJs and stuff are in their closets in their house in their new home offices. <laughs> you know, so it's like a really strange world. But I, I have to say, I really enjoy that everybody's still out there to make content for people. And I think that was a big driving factor for me individually and, you know, for me and the boys with uh, Jokers. You know, we shifted over to doing our at-home show dinner party when we had to shut down production on Impractical Jokers proper, which was a great show. We've had fun and, you know, it's coming back for a second season, which we're in production on now. So I really just, I just think it's making the most out of the opportunity and being like, you know, okay, there's some real work that could be done here to keep people remembering that it's a 
there's a reason to laugh. There's a reason to, uh, you know, share stories and, and connect on a human level. We, you know, we see you guys as a, as a collective, as a team of superheroes, you know, like the Avengers, right? But I think for them, I think there are certain things that Joe Gatto has, has done that has been an inspiration, sort of a kind of leading by example, whether it's the family side. Of course, Murr is getting married, you know, yes. coming up. And so I'm sure that you've inspired him a little bit as sort of your resident, you know, book writer in the past, you know, because Murr, of course, he'll be the first to tell you that he's, he's a great author as well. Has he imparted any advice? you know as an author and what to do or maybe some of the pitfalls he shared any of his successful kind of uh, rules for Joe Gatto yeah he was one of the ones where he talked to me about uh, we talked about self-publishing a little bit too um, he's had great partnerships with a lot of publishers but this book isn't the same type of nature so he, he helped educate me on that you know he's written amazing fiction stories yeah uh, you know and the sci-fi nature of that of you know really they're really big stories that need to be told on a broader market and mine was more just like a coffee table book that i think will be fun with a lot of pictures and stuff and he was like you know if you're able to do it on your own don't slow yourself down i was like i've always been a guy that's always wanted to do it on my own anyway i've always loved that challenge and i always think it's important to have control of your own creative voice and also be able to do stuff on your own timeline i feel like the more people get involved the slower it gets <laughs> yeah. so uh oh, yeah. that was part of it so i spoke to him about that a little bit and and, uh, you know, he, he gave me a little bit of his advice on that, you know, because he is so good at being an author and, you know, really knows what it takes to move books and get his stories read. So, oh, that's so nice. Well, that's nice of you to say, Joe. I thought you might take a shot at Murr or something like that, but you did not, right? You came out and just gave him the, the, the well-deserved. <laughs> oh, also, well, his books are trash. I don't know. <laughs> did you want me to say that, too? I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Last thing. Okay. So, now, again, an inspiration on the pet side of things. And some of your co-stars in The Jokers, you know, they have maybe some limitations when it comes to embracing the animal. Kingdom, and you look at Q with uh, you know with the spiders, but tarantulas. I mean, who isn't afraid of them? And then I think the irrational fear that Sal has of cats, even kittens. Yeah. Is there is there anything just to humanize you from uh, from your superhero status? Is there any kind of pet out there? We've got toads and frogs and guinea pigs here, and of course we just adopted a dog not too long ago as well. Is there anything Joe Gatto is is there afraid of or not not comfortable with on the pet side? No, I mean, not really. I mean, I don't think most people like tarantulas and snakes. I think those are the two that really get it, uh, you know, the worst. We were on, we did a punch once where we had the guy speech on wild animals and Sal, we made Sal hold a hawk, <laughs> which he was very afraid, which is insane. But that guy also brought a, he had a, uh, at that, I think we were at a, a place in New Jersey that had like a conservatory that had a bunch of, you know, animals and they had a very large snake and I was like, hmm. I don't know if I like that big of a snake. <laughs> <laughs> right, if the snake eats the dogs, well, I would think we're defeating yeah, yeah. the purpose here. The book is uh, is The Dog Father. The author is, of course, the one and only Joe Gatto. We'll have links up at WGNRadio.com. And, and Joe, so as we let you go, are, how are you going to celebrate National Dog Week? I mean, it's a party there all the time. Anything special going on? A parade? You know, something else happening? I could do I could do a parade with all my dogs, I guess, <laughs> down the street. <laughs> no, I guess I'll just spoil them as much as I can, and I'm going to do some uh, stuff on Instagram, Instagram Lives, with some of the societies that I you know I uh, support and help out here in the dog rescue world. Uh, well, we love what you do, and you know millions of people do here. And of course, you lots of fans in, here in Chicago, and uh, appreciate all the stuff that you're doing. And thanks so much for jumping on the show today. Always a pleasure, man. I always love your support, Dean. Thanks so much. But it is some. But he loves you So find yourself somebody to love